Hi all, you're listening to PR Hangover, a bi-weekly public relations podcast and talk show brought to you by Grand Valley State University's PRSSA chapter and hosted by me, Hunter Buren. Now you can sit back, get a cup of coffee, relax, and enjoy the show. Thanks! So today on the show, we have Kelly Darcy. Hello. Hi. Hi. Tell us about yourself, Kelly. Um, I'm Kelly. I am the now former host of this show. So sad. I know. Um, I graduate soon, this year, this right now, in like a week, less than a week. Wow. I know. Pretty exciting. Um, I have been in PRSSA for two years. I've been on eboard for one and uh, just excited to be here. In, in my home. <laughs> is, it, is it weird the tables have turned now? It, it is pretty weird. I feel like I'm talking too much already, but I'm the but one. that's the point, yeah. <laughs> is you're supposed to be doing the talking. I know. I do feel, it feels very interesting, but it's sad and exciting to have someone else taking over this podcast. Uh-huh. No, I understand. Mixed feelings. Yeah. You don't have to do it anymore, but at the same time, you don't have to do it anymore, which yeah. is a double-edged sword. Exactly. It's my baby. Now I have to give up my child to you. I know. In the capable hands of Terrifying. a sophomore, so. <laughs> Gosh. Well, junior next year, so. So it's a little bit better. I guess. <laughs> sure, sure. So you joined, you've only been in PRSSA for two years? Yeah. Um, I was an AMA, actually, the American Marketing Association, oh. um, on campus. I was on the e-board there for a year. I joined my second semester freshman year. Then sophomore year, I was on the e-board. And then junior year, I joined PRSSA, and I was a chair, a mixing, mixer chair. Mixer what? chair? Chair of mixers. I, like, helped plan the mixers between. Oh, like event planning inside. Yeah. So I was on the, I was the chair position for that. And then I was the, now the e-board position for a year of social media and now the podcast. Oh, yeah. And the podcast, you created the podcast, so. I did. Well, Adrian came to me and said, oh. we need a podcast. And I said, I can podcast. <laughs> I guess I can do that. And she's like, I know. That's why I told you. <laughs> so <laughs> then we started PR Hangover. Interesting. Why did you choose the name? Um, well, I think that it was, Adrian came up with it. And I, the reasoning that we went with it was because PR is often kind of seen as, it's a lot of crisis communication. It's a yeah. lot of, you know, press releases and writing things and it can be kind of difficult and sometimes boring to people who maybe aren't directly in PR. I'm not directly in PR. I'm an advertising student technically. Um, so I think that the term PR hangover is kind of like because you have, there's so much going on in, P- in PR, being able to kind of give a quick lowdown, a little bit of like a refresher, a little bit of a insight into something PR related kind of like from all of the things that are happening, you have this little PR hangover that you can just kind of refer back to. You can also listen to it while you are hungover. True. Yeah. Don't be hungover unless you're of age, but you know. Yeah. Disclaimer. <laughs> also, they come on on Wednesdays, so. Yeah. Either, either way. Yeah. Anyway. You know. It, it works. Yeah. Um, and you were social media chair, chair or whatever the actual position name is. Director um, of social media. Director of social media. What really drew you to so the social media aspect of PR? I think that's the fun part. I think that's the part I like the most. Uh-huh. So I really like the fact that I am able to be the brand of PRSSA to everyone else. So anyone that ever sees anything that is PRSSA, Grand, like Grand Valley State University, PRSSA on social media has been me for the past year. Yeah. So all of the good, so, I mean, 
hopefully there's been no bad, but if there was, it'd still be me. Um, but you know, all of the good things, all of the, the live tweeting, all of the coverage of events and speakers and conferences and, you know, award ceremonies, everything that's been happening has been me. And I've been able to really control what the public sees and how they see us and hopefully, you know, get more followers, gain more friends, be able to do a lot for the brand. I really like that concept of branding and having social media be the platform for it because I think social media is so strong. Yeah, and social media definitely kind of forces you to keep up with the the um, club because it you need to know what's going on in order to promote it, which yeah. is interesting. I also really like that I got to, which at first seemed very tedious and I really hated it, but then I realized that it's not tedious and I should really love it, and that was being able to do my content, which was you uh-huh. know finding relevant articles and uh, journals and posts and news that have to do with advertising and public relations, PR specifically. And I got to really stay up to date and I like was the first person to know anything in news. Yeah. Because then PRSSA was too. So it like really, really helped me learn and grow in the industry. And I know everyone has been saying, you know, you can't stop learning in this industry. And oh, I think sure. that even staying with PRSSA as I hope to keep following them as I'm out of college because I hope to keep getting all that information first, yeah. which I think is awesome. And you can see if we did well, we fulfilled your position. I hope so. I mean, you and Aaron have some big shoes to fill. Oh, yeah, very big <laughs> shoes to fill. Um, so you have a job out of college? I do. What is that with? I'm interested. Uh, oh, good. Thank you. Thanks good. for, thanks for of clarifying. Course I'm interested. This is the first thing you're interested in, in the, the whole interview. I, <laughs> <laughs> I just actually just got the job. I just accepted it today. Um, oh. I'm working at a digital marketing company called Shift Digital. Um, if anyone, which all of you should have listened to Lauren McCutcheon talk about what she does at Launch Digital um, in Chicago, we are like sister companies. So I'm working on the Volkswagen team as a digital associate, working on uh, websites, ads, um, promotions, customer engagement, analytics. I'm doing kind of all of the things that I like doing. Um, and I'm able to work with a lot of different clients and work, work on a really awesome team out in Birmingham, Michigan. Nice. Wow. Where is Birmingham? Is that east side? Or? Yeah, east side, okay. very close to like Troy, Royal Oak area. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, apartment hunting is the worst right now. Oh, for sure. When are you moving out? I start May 9th. Okay. So timestamp as to when this goes out, oh, whenever this boy. goes out. But yeah. Um, so potentially already started. Don't know when this is going out. But uh, yeah, so I have to move out. I'm like packing today. So I have to move out <laughs> pre- pretty soon and find a new place like yesterday. Yeah. Is it is it terrifying just to be moving on in a completely different chapter in your life? What what is some advice I guess you can give to people? Um, I'd say the first question of is it terrifying? Yes. Yeah. Um, but it's like fifty fifty. It's half of it's so exciting and I'm so ready to ha- work in like a nine to five because then once I'm done I don't have homework. Once I'm done oh. I don't have to, you know, work on classes that maybe I don't like with people maybe I don't like, you know, like potentially my team I won't like, but I don't foresee that happening. That's why you get to kind of pick where you work. Like you have to work with the company as much as the company wants to work with you. Yeah. So I think that, you know, being able to focus in my efforts would be really less stressful than school when you, <laughs> when your efforts are kind of pulled every which way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for advice, I was like, I was hearing a lot of advice from people saying, you know, just give it time. Like everything just takes time. And I kept thinking, no, like, I need a job today. Like I have to do this right now. And, yeah. um, that's not the case, mm-hmm. which I, like, I feel like I'm such a hypocrite now. Cause I was like four days ago, I was thinking like, this is it. This is the end. Like I'm never going to find a job. I'm never going to do the things. And 
I don't know if I'm going to be there in a year. I don't know if I'm going to be there in five years. You know, I'm not really sure, but experience is what you gain if you gain nothing else. So I think that even if it's something for people in school, for students, I mean, you have two more years. And I just was telling you, you know, just stay involved with all of the things. Yes. Even though it's so overwhelming and you just sometimes really will just want to have a weekend where you do nothing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's true. But, you know, when they do come around, you really appreciate those more. And maybe they don't come around for two months or so. But, you know, just being able to get all that experience, like when you look back at it, like I wish I could have done more things and I don't even know if there are more things for me to do. Like I feel like I did all of them and I still wish there was more. For sure. There's just such a huge pressure put on people to get a job like right after graduation. I think that it's just it's something that not everyone can achieve and it's very difficult to achieve. And that definitely doesn't help with anxiety levels and everything like that. No. And I think that people who take jobs just because they think they need one, if they don't like the company or like what the, what the job you're doing is entails, then you're going to be adding more stress and it's just going to be another level of, of schoolwork. If you didn't like it then, yeah. why are you going to like it now? You know what I mean? So uh-huh. finding what you like and what you like doesn't have to be things that you learn. I don't think that I learned analytics really I took one statistics class that was it I learned it through an internship that I took because the internship was at a really cool company and I really liked the culture the job itself I wasn't even sure about it I'd have never done analytics or e-commerce at all but I took it because because the company culture was awesome and that's what made it worth it so Mm -hmm. you don't really know if you're going to like something until you try it and it's really about being able to do things that you like and have all those experiences in college so you know when you get to a job, if they say, hey, you're going to be doing cold call sales, but they word it in a better way because they always do, Yeah. to oh. know that you don't like that. Some people do. Some people really like working at call centers. Some people really like working at those places where you know, like you go find leads. Some people are like that, and that's awesome. Uh-huh. Just know if that's you or not you from all the experience, and you just have to you know, try everything once. Yeah. So I know how much you love social media and that aspect of PR, but is there any other specific aspects of PR that you've maybe you've gone through uh, your school years and you found out that you liked a lot more than you thought you would? I think that was kind of everything with PR. Uh I think PR was really daunting and scary because I did start out in in AMA and I did Uh programming for them. I've always been a programmer. I've always been someone to do events and coordinating and Really anything in advertising publications kind of scared me. And I think PR, the thing I learned the most was I learned a lot about PR crisis communication, yeah. over, especially over the past like year and a half from being in PR SSA. Um, and I think that that's something I learned a lot of skills at. And from running different social medias, I've really learned how to use it. Nothing as big as, you know, United or, <laughs> or you know, anything like that. But... Um, you know, I had recently at a, a client that I was, I'm freelancing for, and I, let me tell you, you do a lot of free work, which is just something that you should do in college, but not when you're out of college. Yeah. But I, you know, I was helping a, a client out and I was running social for them and we had a, a Facebook troll-esque person, but it was a real person who just was really talking a lot of smack about the, about the, the cause. And it wasn't a brand, it wasn't, it's not like a company, it was a cause. It was the March for Science. Oh, okay. So it was something, it was something about our logo and these things that, you know, the March was four days away. We can't do anything, you know, to change any yeah. of our branding. Um, and it was something that I, I think someone who maybe didn't know about crisis communication would just either ignore or delete, never delete things. No, never. Like, you know, and I think that that's something that I learned a lot through PRSSA was how to handle those things correctly and really in-depthly how to 
maneuver and manage and you know how to like address it there then take it offline and, and I, I literally found myself it was on like Easter Sunday I found myself like following all the steps and hearing Adrian's voice in my head talking me through <laughs> how to do everything and, and it was like stay calm don't get upset like don't take it personally like just all these things and I just kept thinking like wow if if I was in this position right now and I didn't have PRSSA and I didn't actually learn the th- like anything in the meetings I would not be able to handle this the way I did and oh, yeah. and to all of my other people I was working with they were like oh that was great like the crisis averted and I was like no I did it I have like I'm the reason the crisis was averted <laughs> like it was me but you know you just have to be like yeah I did that you know so I think that that's something that comes up all the time because in social media people are so, someone's always unhappy and something's yeah. always going on you know that whether it's you or someone else or something you're involved with so being able to you know handle those things really well I think is something I learned to really love about PR um and have you do you think you've seen like PR and advertising leak into your social life or just your general life more um, now that you've gone through these? Because I know that throughout all of my classes, I've known to start branding myself more and just making sure I stand out and a lot of other things that I've learned in classes too. So have you seen that? Yeah, I think that you, like the, I think I was told like in my 210 class, so my sophomore year, um, that you are your own brand. Like, you are you are a brand, and you must represent your brand as yourself. You have to show yourself. You have to claim something, for like, with your name. Yeah. And I thought, I need to do that. I need to claim something for Kelly Darcy. And now <laughs> I honestly do believe that when people hear my name, they think of my brand. And mm-hmm. I think that they, that they think of things that I've kind of curated for them to think of me in certain ways, one of them being social media. If you would have asked me my freshman year if I would have been doing PR on social media, I would have said no. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. I, don't, I have a Facebook, and I sometimes tweet. And that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I mean, I have a, I had a Vine for a minute. I don't know. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it was because the professor just kind of threw it at me for one of the free work that I did, and mm-hmm. he said, you know, go. Like, this is your thing now. You're social media. You know social media, right? And I said, yeah. <laughs> lied. Completely lied. I was like, sure. I don't know social media. <laughs> then I had to do a bunch of research, figure it out, because I said I could do it. So I think that even even just with the people I surround myself with and the conversations I have, they... I can't watch TV. I can't listen to ads. I can't even drive down the street because billboards are terrible. Like, yeah. it's, I'm constantly critiquing those efforts, which oh, I would have never, sure. which people would say, oh, ads are dumb. But I can tell you why ads are dumb. And I can tell you <laughs> why ads you maybe don't like but are still really good. Like, I can, and I like that. And I think that people get annoyed about it, but I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. You're always critiquing things and analyzing things that other people don't see that often. Yeah. Um, so I know that obviously I am the one taking over the podcast, is there anything that you want to see me doing this pa- this ne- upcoming year? Is there any anyone you would like me to reach out with? Any topics that you were interested in hearing me cover? I think that I would love to know what is going on with the meetings. And I think that this podcast has turned into a place where alumni can kind of come and see what's going on and stay current with PRSSA, which uh-huh. I didn't really anticipate it being um, when I first started it. But I think from what the, from when we had the alumni come in, they all kind of said, oh, like, you know, I listened to it. Like, I, I think that's so cool. Like, I kind of stayed up to date. And I thought, that's kind of neat. You know, that's something yeah. that, I, that was an audience I didn't anticipate, but now I have. And I think all of the people graduating with me, you know, they've, now they've had this podcast for a year in their lives. So those who, you know, kind of have incorporated into listening to it every Wednesday or Thursday or whatever, you know, I think that this is going to be a place for them to go back to. And so I'd love to have more, I wish I could have gotten more speakers on. I think that's something that 
takes more planning than I anticipated that it would. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think we are a little bit held back by the fact that our meetings are at 9 p.m. No one wants to stay yeah. past 10. So I think that that's just something I, I wish I had been able to do more of. And I think that um, since you have a, kind of a whole summer to start planning stuff out and looking into oh, sure. who our speakers are going to be, that that's something that I'd love to see you do more of. And, um, you know, some pretty big names like um, Kelly Rossman would be awesome, you know? Oh, yeah. Like getting some of those really big names in there. And um, I think also just different professions. I mean, within mm-hmm. PR, but just kind of getting... Like I got my internship at Herman Miller from someone who does, who works in IT there, who came to speak because she was an alumni of PRSSA. Uh-huh. So, but it's something that I would have never found analytics, would have never found this and that. So I think just getting a, like some new eyes and some new jobs in would be really cool. And I think also bring back some more alumni because I think the alumni were really beneficial for our audiences. Yeah. Um, is there any specific things that you could tell me on how how to reach out to people to in order to incentivize them to come on this podcast? I think that I really found, because I tried to say like, oh, like, I mean, obviously saying I'll meet you at your, wherever you're working or things yeah. like that. But I think that people are really, really down to help. People were super pumped. I only had one person tell me no ever. Mm-hmm. And that's because he just couldn't, he was just way too busy, which is valid. It was an alumni who was trying to, you know, get his life together. So um, the, no one said no. Like yeah. everyone wanted to help. All of the professionals wanted to help. People were like ecstatic to be on a podcast. And I think because it's still so trending and still so new that if you reach out and just send them an email and be like, hey, I found you on LinkedIn. Um, you're going to speak to PRSSA. I'd love to meet with you. If you have any colleagues or whatever, like I'm looking for this, this, this. And Adrian's also a really great source because she knows kind of everyone. But um, also just reaching out, you know, just being, just saying that you run a podcast for the for PRSSA, people are really intrigued by that because it's something that they've never been asked to do before. Yeah. And a lot of people were like, this is my first time ever on a podcast. I've never even seen this happen before. <laughs> like, I don't even know how this is, how this works. And I was like, well, this is how it works. So well, it was something for them to also get, be able to talk about, which I think is kind of the incentive is that they can say, hey, like, you can now listen to me on this podcast. I'm, I'm special. Like, I can do this thing. So yeah. I think being able to say, hey, like, we're going to tag you in all of them. Like, we're going to put it out this day. Stuff like that, if you let them know, um, I think that people really just like that concept of, have, of people like talking about themselves. So if you can say, I, I just want to know, I want to know you, I want to get to know you and your job and, and our audience is students, everyone's trying to reach students all the time for everything. So yeah. it's pretty, it's a pretty cool incentive, I think, on itself. And that's why I think PR and advertising is so great because everyone is willing to help everyone. I haven't yeah. met anyone who's just hostile against you because they all know they've been through it before and they know that it's so important to help each other out because eventually you may be working with each other in the future. Yeah. And I think that our leaving eboard has been trying really hard to help our new eboard like you guys come yeah. in. That's why we did elections earlier, which, you know, doesn't it's not necessarily a good you know, for some people they're like, who cares? But we wanted to bring people and we wanted to get them acclimated and not just throw them to the wolves and end of April and say, this is yours now, go ahead. So, Yeah, for sure. I think that it's just a good thing that we're all like a big family. Yeah, absolutely. So um, you had an inter- internship with Herman Miller. Did you have another internship or can you just go through um, that internship more? Yeah, um, I only had one internship officially okay. at Herman Miller. 
Um, they have an awesome summer program. Um, I highly recommend it to anyone who doesn't know what they want to do exactly. Yeah. Um, they kind of, it's really broad in terms of what you'll be working on. Um, and they, and they kind of have a lot of room for you to see what other areas do who maybe don't take interns, who maybe don't, you know, necessarily have, have the space for an intern, but would have space for an employee. So being able to see all of those um, different realms is really cool. Um, I just, like I said, I do a lot of freelancing. I've been able to help out wherever I can. Now with the podcast, you're going to get so many calls, Hunter, about people huh. saying, oh, like, I'm not kidding, like companies around being like, I need, I want to start a podcast. Help, can you help me do it? And then you get to go meet people, network for free, you know, kind of get to know them, see their office for free, which I know that, you know, tours are huge and our tours this year weren't, we had some bad luck with them. So being able to yeah. go and see companies on your own, like you're going to get a leg up on every single person in PRSSA immediately. Mm-hmm. You're going to see all, you're going to have, you're going to be the one that the speakers remember if you interview them. You're going to be the one that a company remembers because you interviewed them. So being able to kind of have that, I think is really cool and something that you get to, that I really liked doing. I think that this was something that I like, yeah, it's a podcast and maybe I don't want to be a podcaster professionally, but it doesn't mean I can't still podcast on the side. It doesn't mean I can't, you know, yeah. still use my networks from saying, hey, I interviewed you on such and such day and now I'm looking for another job. Can I come in and talk to you? So I think that just all of the experiences I've had have been something that, you know, I maybe didn't get paid necessarily for them, but it's, yeah. and they weren't necessarily like total internships, but they're all experiences. Oh, for sure. Um, and so what would you say would be, n- not your favorite, but one of your most enjoyable memories with this podcast this year, past year? I think, I really liked the alumni one. I think because that one related a lot to me, and I got to uh-huh. do two different ones with, with people from Chicago and people from Detroit. Um, but I really think the, the feeling I remember the most was when I did, like I think I did three podcasts in a day. Huh. And it was, and let me tell you, now you're going to know that's a lot. Yes. Um, but I did three podcasts in a day and it was like a Friday and I just felt so invigorated and so much like I did it and like that I was able to meet so many people and it can be kind of daunting, especially I'm, I'm outgoing, but I'm not extroverted. So it's a lot of people time and a lot of one on one. And as you know, you have to think of questions and hold conversations. So it's <laughs> like forced socialism. So yeah. kind of having, having to be social, um, but I remember doing them and finishing them and then having the projects go out and people telling me, so I guess part two is the best feeling is people telling me, hey, that was a great podcast. Or, hey, I listened to that one today with, with Demire. Or I was able to, you know, you know, like, thanks so much for being, for having us. Like, it was so fun. Like, those things, like, awesome. And, like, um, Derek DeVries sometimes will, like, he sent me an email once that was just like, hey, killing it on podcast. Like, so proud of you. Whatever. And I was like, that feeling. That's Just why I do this. Yeah, like, like the fa- like the fact that I can touch someone with the podcast. Like that was number one. So I think that you'll find that too. That you know, I think that there's a lot of thankless jobs, especially in PR. But I mean, anywhere people. Yeah. I don't think people get thanked enough as a, from our whole society. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. But I do think though that it's it's the times that people say, "Hey, that was really good," or "That was so fun," or like. You know, at the afterwards conversations with podcasts are more fun than the actual podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So podcasting in and of itself is an interview. Um, what Do you have any tips or tricks on people who are being interviewed as someone who has interviewed people for the last year? <laughs> yeah. Um, for anyone that wants to be interviewed, I say don't be scared. Everyone hates their voice. 
Mm-hmm. Everyone hates how their voice sounds. So yeah, we know. I know. I had to, I have to hear my voice every single time I listen to a podcast. So <laughs> trust me, I get it. Um, I think also just be engaged. And I think people who don't nec- who look at this like it's a Q and A are not gonna get out of it what they want because it's a conversation. So it's back and forth. So being able to talk back and forth to one another versus just answer once or tell a story with it. You know, give examples like. Don't make someone, like, reach for the answers from within you. Yeah. Um, but I also think that, you know, if someone is listening to this and is like, you know, I really want to be on the podcast, just ask. Yeah. I've, I've never said no to someone being on the podcast. No, I've never, I've never done that. Um, and I think that, I don't think you're going to say no to anyone being on the podcast either. No. The more, the merrier. Like, of course. Like, we can get them archived. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> Less work for us, but... <laughs> Um, I think that, you know, everyone has a story to tell. Everyone's different and everyone wants to talk about something or know something. And um, I think that just being able to incorporate those people in is great. So if anyone wants to be on it, is dying to be on it, is nervous to be on it, but it excites them, be on it. Mm-hmm. You know, worst case is it doesn't go out and then no harm, no foul, but I've never not put a podcast out. So yeah, like they, even if it didn't sound great, even if I had microphone problems, even if, you know, whatever, <laughs> but the content's there. So yeah, of course. And I think that's why this as a whole is so important because it's just one more relationship builder. There's so many people that you can meet and just get to know and hear their stories, which is the most important thing because you never know what they've been through until you actually talk to them. Yeah. Which is why I've enjoyed listening to the podcast for the past year. Thank you. (laughs) I'll keep praising you. (laughs) That's fine. Just keep it coming. I know Hunter's the whole time has been like, I will never compare to Kelly. I'm like, you'll be fine. I'm like, are you kidding me? Listen to the first podcasts. They're not great. (laughs) I had to get my, to get my podcasting shoes, Uh which which are not real. You don't, you don't get those either. Dang it. I was, I was hoping. First I don't get a bag. (laughs) I know my podcast bag, which is a Victoria's Secret bag that you don't get. I can finally put things in it besides all of my microphones. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, thank you for talking to me, Kelly. I really appreciate you walking me through all of this and helping me through all of the different steps. And I'm really looking forward to this next year as just a learning opportunity for me and just a way to um, create more relationships. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say on this pad- podcast, the last one you're on? No, I think that um, I'm excited for you to take over. I think that you're going to do a great job. Um, I think that it's going to be, I think that you're going to learn a lot. I think that this has been a key contributor to making me a good public speaker and really good at improv, Uh um, which I think is very important when it comes to public speaking. So just watch for the next two years of your presenting skills. I think they're going to get better. Um, Not that they're not good now, but I think everyone (laughs) can get better, especially as a sophomore. Of course. Um, I think I can still get better. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I think that they really, really helped just doing this podcast and realizing that. You got to think on the fly, and I did not mm-hmm. anticipate as much improv as there was. Yes. Um, but I think you're going to do a great job, and I'm happy this is my last one. <laughs> Aw. Well, thank you so much for everything that you've done, not only for PRSSA, but for me in general, and just for helping all of us out here, and we really appreciate it. So thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed the podcast and make sure to tune in next time for GVSU's PR Hangover with Hunter Buren. Bye!